This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, March 21st, 2018. I'm Caleb Brown. The feds have opened up nutritional guidelines to public comment. Cato visiting senior fellow Terrence Keeley says the federal agencies offering that advice are hopelessly conflicted. The best option, he says, would be to simply scrap the federal dietary guidelines altogether and start from scratch. We spoke yesterday. Why is the federal government cracking open our uh, well-understood and appreciated and uh, 100% correct guidance on nutrition? (laughs) Well, of course, that's an ironic uh, question. Um, To be fair to the federal government, it has renewed every five years its advice. And so we're simply part of that five-year renewal cycle at the moment. The last advice came out in 2015. The next will come out in 2020. And the federal government agencies are gearing up for the 2020 publication. That's what we're up to at the moment. So what what is the possible outcome of allowing for comments in a, in this process of determining what are the what is the best nutritional advice well that is an important question it is interesting that the federal agencies have asked for public uh, input in this way because there's increasing recognition that the federal agencies have given us wrong advice uh, way back as far as 1977 when this whole process started in fact we should start all over again. There has been a 30, even 50-year history of the federal government telling us not to eat saturated fats, uh, to eat more carbohydrate, to control our salt in our diet, and giving other pieces of advice that have simply not survived. We now know that much of the advice the federal government over the last 50 years and so-called food pyramid has been wrong, and, or at any rate, to be, to be kind to the federal government is now highly questioned and highly controversial. And I think the time, in fact, has come to start all over again. All right. So if you were putting together uh, recommendations uh, that would then be burned into national consciousness in the form of, uh, you know, those little uh, codes on the back of, of uh, food packages, what would it say? Well... I would start off by saying the step before that, I'll start off by saying, look, people, we're sorry. Clearly, an awful lot of the stuff we've been saying has been at least premature and possibly wrong. We need to start all over again. And what I would say is that the people who've been feeding advice to government over the last 50 years over diet should be retired. We should start all over again away from the federal agencies, which have I mean, for example, one of the federal agencies that gives us dietary advice, the people who created the food pyramid, is the Department of Agriculture. These people have a commitment to the food industry, not to the consumers. The conflicts of interest have become really quite intolerable. I would start off by saying, look, we know that much of the science is really low quality. It's embarrassingly bad quality. Let us get a group of statisticians in 
to look at the quality of the research that's been submitted to the journals and to the general public. Let's go right back to the roots of what is in fact an industry, the industry being that of food science, that is hugely conflicted by conflicts of interest, where scientists are paid by large organizations to produce findings that we know cannot be wholly true. Let's go right back to the beginning and sort out what science can be trusted and what needs to be done in the future to determine that we can produce science that we know in the future can be trusted. Once we've got that, then we can start doing some food labels. But at this moment, we don't even know why we're doing food labels. All right. So your suggestion then would be for the feds to get out of the business of giving dietary advice because you would argue that they're hopelessly conflicted? It is impossible for a federal agency to give unconflicted federal advice. I mean, are we going to ask, and I repeat myself, are we going to ask the Department of Agriculture to tell us what we should be eating when it is so clearly wholly aligned with the food industry? We, we can't carry on like that. What the federal government can do is to fund standalone agencies that are formally separate, completely separate from the federal government, uh, the American Statistical Association, for example, which is clearly an independent agency of statisticians, which gets no money from the federal government, which is independent completely of the federal government. You could go to an agency like that and commission them for a discrete piece of science and say, look, here is a sum of money. Tell us which of these papers can actually be trusted methodologically. But more importantly, what is the question we're trying to answer? What is often forgotten is the food scare over fat and sugar started in the 60s and 70s with the epidemic of heart attacks. That epidemic is now gone and no one really knows why. What we now have is an epidemic of obesity and type 2 diabetes, which are troubling and worrying, but they're not actually that serious, in fact, in terms of life expectancy and longevity. So before even we start putting advice on food, perhaps we should ask ourselves, what is it we're warning people against? Having determined what our goals should be. And again, for that, we can't go to the federal agencies. We can't go to the NIH and other such bodies because they are already deeply invested in certain ideas that they have been researching for decades now. We need to go to a completely independent group of physicians, epidemiologists, and statisticians who are independent of federal agencies to say, look, what actually are the health goals for America today? The heart attack epidemic is going. What are the problems today? And the problems today are things like Alzheimer's, obviously. What role can diet play in such things as Alzheimer's, to which, by the way, the answer is we don't really know. But in any case, let's see what the health problems really are, cancer, Alzheimer's, and things like that. Let's go to the statisticians and say, what advice can we really trust from the mass of papers in the nutrition literature, which are really very poor quality? What we need to do is to start all over again, and we have to take it out of the federal government's control. We can use the federal government's money, sure, but it should then be handed over to an agency whose independence can be assured. 
Uh, many people value the information that they find on the back of a food package, be it uh, you know a list of ingredients rank ordered by uh, you know how much is in it or uh, fat content, uh, carbohydrate content, uh, protein content, things like that, salt. So uh, you know you've argued that co- science ought to be a competitive process. Should we just uh, uh, open up the backs of food packages and say, hey, look, just Put whatever information you think your customers want on here. That's a very good question. The um, reason people value the information is because they have in their minds ideas of what is good and what is not good. Um, And it's still very startling to me to go down supermarket aisles here in America and see whole aisles and whole shelves boasting of being low fat. We now know that that is simply out-of-date advice. Unfortunately, the whole low-fat campaign was based on misconceptions. So you may value the statement uh, on, a, on, a, on something you've bought that it's low-fat, but your perceptions of whether that's good for you may actually be false. No, I, I take your point. We can't just allow it to be left to the market because, unfortunately, all markets have bad players as well as good players. And in something like nutrition, unfortunately, the consumer cannot be well-informed, partly because, in fact, none of us is well-informed. No one really knows, as I've been saying, what our health goals should be or what the healthiest food should be. We have ideas. Some of those ideas we know are wrong. No, let us indeed have food uh, uh, labeling. But let me say two things about that. First of all, the food labeling in America is much less informative than it is, say, in the UK. In the UK, everything, all products across the board are always done in terms of 100 grams or 100 milliliters, and then everything is as a percentage of that. Whereas in America, you find food labeling in terms of cups, in terms of portion sizes, in terms of percentage of recommended daily dose. These are actually quite confusing food labels. So if you're going to have food labels, let them be much, much clearer. Uh, And secondly, you do have to rely on a regulatory agency to ensure the food labels are honest and that they are consistent between products so that the consumer has a chance. But thereafter, we should leave it to the consumer and an independent agency to tell us what our goals should be. Terence Keeley is a visiting senior fellow at the Cato Institute. Subscribe to and rate the Cato Daily Podcast at iTunes and Google Play and follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast. 